Millions of taxpayer dollars have been spent trying to build a regional internet service called ConnectGrad. We're going to discuss the progress of the initiative and the challenges of providing broadband internet to rural customers. Stay with us. This is Inquire. From the Mester Inquire, I'm Don Wilkins, and joining me this week are Davis County reporter Jacob Dick and McLean County reporter Seth Dukes. So, Jacob, how long has this Internet initiative been around, and who are the entities involved? Um, well, the, the entities involved are uh, GRAD, which is the Green River Area Development District. And um, in around 2007, um, several counties, I believe there was about five, um, formed Connect GRAD, which became um, kind of a nonprofit but private uh, company to do this this rural internet um, system. And in 2008, they hired um, their second wireless service provider after the first one um, kind of didn't work out, and that was Q Wireless. And they uh, invested about, uh, Q Wireless at the time invested about $3 million in the system to try to increase um, reliability and internet speeds to try to support video, and they're still working towards that initiative now. So this is essentially a public-private partnership. Uh, correct. Yeah, public money with with private development in hopes of uh, working out for both uh, entities. What exactly is the purpose of this? Well, around the time that that Connect Grad was formed and they pushed forward with this initiative, you had a lot of um, people talking about uh, economic development in rural areas and connecting that to the availability of broadband. The, the, I guess the the premise was if you bring rural internet services to people like farmers and uh, agricultural businesses. It would help them promote their own businesses, eventually maybe grow the economy in the area. Because obviously people equate the internet service or internet to water, electricity, as far as necessary infrastructure, right? Is that what's going on here? Yeah, I I think there was uh, an idea at the time that we realized that internet had become just as, as much of an important utility to business as electricity services or um, commercial sewers and things like that. So there are different ways to get the internet to homes, such as cable or fiber. How does this one work? Uh, well, because the homes, especially in the initial stages of them building these towers, because they were trying to reach people that were in the hills and hollers of different counties. They were uh, blocked by woods and mountains and things like that. They used this uh, system. They used 900 megahertz frequencies, so kind of like a radio transmitter or how our cell phone system works. You would have um, a tower, say, with a transmitter on it, and it would shoot this 900 megahertz um, frequency out to your device and bring it back, and that's how it transfer energy. And the reason they use 900 megahertz is because it's the lowest frequency that you don't have to license with the FCC. Um, so it's cheaper, but it also has that long range to reach these people out in the middle of nowhere. So what is line of sight and, and what are the changes that they're making to it? Well, in certain areas where they're able to, they're taking those 900 megahertz transmitters off of uh, their towers in an area where there's not a lot of hills or trees, maybe in a more urban area. And they're putting up these transmitters that can support um, quicker and uh, 
more information like 3G or LTE networks. And uh, those are called line of sight because, you know, most usually you would like to have a direct path through the air between your transmitter and uh, the device or, or network it's supposed to reach without going through too many things that could uh, block it. And uh, while they are trying to um, increase the, the services that they provide people with those networks, there's a couple places that they'll never be able to get rid of the 9 megahertz frequency transmitters. Say you live in a, a mountainous area, you're covered in a forest, you're, you're really never going to get that line of sight that you need in order to make um, that current technology work. So whose responsibility was it to make sure that technology would be compatible with the terrain? Um, whenever QRLS took over in 2008 and whatever uh, uh, deals and, and construction that they did to set up the current towers, it would have been their um, job to make sure that they were going to reach the customers they were trying to reach. So what issues ha have they had lately? You're seeing people in the southwestern parts of Davis County, Ohio County, and McLean. Um, after December, they said that they, for weeks at a time, weren't able to have Internet service. And on some uh, investigation in Q-Wireless's part, they, uh, they knew that they were having some issues whenever Kinergy, the, uh, the power utility, whenever they would update their new wireless um, meter readers, they would notice that they would have some outages. And so they came to the conclusion that the wireless meter readers were using the 900 megahertz frequency, which was kind of blocking their internet service. So how many customers are, are we talking about here? Uh, at least a couple thousand. Um, those outages aren't as frequent now. They're uh, more like a couple hours in a day rather than weeks at a time. Um, and so they've, they've came to a, a cooperation and they're trying to work out some ways that maybe Kinergy's system could work um, better around uh, QWireless's system. Um, but whenever I talked to the PIO at Kinergy uh, just a couple days ago, he said there wasn't an update yet on how that was going. Now I want to turn to Seth, who has reported on Connect Grad within Ohio County. Seth, among the seven counties covered, where does Ohio County rank with its overall service? Ohio County ranks as one of the worst, given the fact that its sheer area is one of the largest counties in Kentucky. Uh, it's, it's compounded by the fact that some of those areas are really hard to get to, and they're surrounded by hills, forests, and they're just not well situated to get internet service. So what are the main problems, uh, and, what, and what are they blaming the issues on? Well, I talked to Joey Randolph at Q Wireless, and he told me that it was mostly an equipment issue and that since, since they've entered this agreement, Internet demands have become more strict, and people want to watch videos, do things that require a, a stronger Internet. And so they're in the process of upgrading the equipment to both supply the coverage and supply the speeds that the consumers want. Is probably our most challenging area. You know, take the if we just break it out by the seven grad counties. Ohio County is the most challenging because mm -hmm. of the terrain. Right. There is a trade-off, if you will, 
in that to get more speed, you can't cover as big an area. To cover more area, you have to get up speed. Because of the terrain down there has been very difficult to get through all those hills and trees with the faster speeds that I know people would like to have. Yeah, and if you're like most folks, and, and me myself included, I've gone straight to just streaming now, Netflix and Hulu and those sort of providers. Now, you know, you have to have, you know, 10 to 12 to 15 megabytes download. What are the download and upload speeds they are reporting? Currently, it's about two megs down and one meg up with the equipment that they have in some areas. But with the newer equipment, Joey says that they hope to be able to reach in upwards of 10 to 20 megs down. So what has the taxpayer investment been in Ohio County alone? Ohio County has $250,000 invested in this system. So what are local elected officials saying about it? They report to me that their constituents generally are not happy. At first it was an issue of getting service, and now that some areas have service, it's an issue of speed. As the Internet demands increase, the technology just can't quite keep up with it. So Ohio County itself, you're talking about the fifth largest county in the state out of 120 and so they have the hollers and the, and, the, and the forest and the trees. And is that what Q-Wireless is saying that is the dominant problem here? Yes, a lot of it is just the strict area. And they're trying to essentially balance out being able to provide coverage to those areas in addition to being able to provide reliable and fast speeds. And that will wrap up our show for this week. I want to thank Davis County Reporter Jacob Dick and McLean County Reporter Seth Dukes for joining me. To send us questions or to provide feedback, email us at newscast at messenger-inquire.com. Remember, you can find us on the Messenger Inquire's website. It's mobile app and iTunes where you can subscribe to Inquire. Until next time, I'm Don Wilkinson. Good day for Inquire.